you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Rome, you sound better when you're sitting closer to the mic. Well, thank you. I, I just adjusted. Just Bring the, 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 the large black thing closer to your mouth. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Get closer to it. I am a boy, Damon. I am a boy. You are not going to talk to me like that. (laughs) We're ready to to go when you guys when you guys are. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to kick this thing off. Three, two, one. What's going on, y'all? I'm Peanut Tillman, and as always, I got my guy, Roman. I am a boy, Harper, <laughs> with me right now, and this is the NFL Player Second Acts Podcast. What's up? I What's am a boy. Well, well, thank you, Peanut. You know, before the show started, you came at me quite aggressively, and uh, I had to just <laughs> make sure you knew where I stand, Damon. Thank no, you, no, sir. No, no worries. I'm I'm good. <laughs> and uh, this morning we have a special guest with us. And look, this young man was a baller in the league. Not only that, but is doing amazing things off the field in his second act. Personally, I actually got to witness him uh, come in and talk to a group of young uh, starting business starters, starters businesses, and uh, in early stage investing. There in Frisco, Texas. He's from Texas, I do believe so. And he is running back, former running back, now business and entrepreneur, Justin Forsett. He was a running back in the NFL for nine years, played with seven different teams. That's amazing to say. (laughs) In 2014, ran for more than 1,200 yards 
and made a pro bowl that that checks a lot of boxes also was among the nfl's top 100 players in 2014 he's the co-founder of hustle clean a hygiene product company that was featured on shark tank we're definitely going to hear more about that he was also on good morning america the view and everywhere justin forsett good morning welcome to the nfl players second acts podcast man what a, what an intro man I, I appreciate you roman peanut for having me on the show excited uh to dig in today oh, thank no, you man appreciate, appreciate it. it man um so let's get right into it yeah let's, jump in the, peanut the, let's the, go the, dog the shark tank yeah gotta yeah. know hustle clean right so mm-hmm. you went on shark tank uh tell me i watch the show i've seen it i'm not a businessman i don't have the the mindset to come up with my own uh Invention, design, whatever. Yep. So I admire everyone that goes on that show because yes. you have to be in a different mindset to be like, you know what? I think this is a great idea that some people just don't have or don't think. And I want to get it, make a lot of money, and obviously serve people with, with this great product, right? Sure. So has going on Shark Tank helped you with Hustle Clean? Hold, hold on. And before you answer that, I want you to tell <clears throat> Peanut the mindset of an entrepreneur, because that's also, you got to be brave to go out there and say, you know, I'm going to do. do this myself. Well, yeah. I'm going to start something and, and, and really run it to completion and, um, and, and kind of break down to how you got into that mode or space as well, mentally. Go ahead. Oh yeah, man. Um, a lot of the attributes that you see being a professional athlete or playing in sports, that's what it takes to be a, a, a successful entrepreneur. Uh, so that just relentless mindset, uh, the faith, that uh, within yourself to like to do something that um, most people are scared to. I always tell people that entrepreneurs were lion chasing. We're chasing something that scare most people. And um, mm-hmm. but once you catch it, um, it is it is worth it, right? It is worth the journey. It is it's worth the ups and downs. And um, it for me to start this business while I was playing uh, and to pursue it. Uh, it was a smooth transition because I'm used to chasing things that most people are scared of um, right. and, uh, you know, playing in sports. So that the mindset came natural to me. Um, that's why I, I, I fell into the entrepreneur space. I feel like God gave this to me. And uh, to get into Shark Tank, uh, it did wonders for my business, right? Not only externally in sales and awareness and distribution, but uh, just internally how we operate because we didn't get a deal on the show. I, I joke with people all the time. That's probably the worst pitch in Shark Tank history. Um, <laughs> um, why? Why? You gotta say why. Uh, why? You gotta tell me why. Yeah, you can't yeah. just you get up there and stutter there. like the champ on Harlem Nights. Or like, what <laughs> no, what made it so bad? It was. I, I mean, it was a, a number of things. One, we start off. We was hot. I mean, we came out. We took a. It was like we went over. We did a deep pass, like a hail mary. We went in. We scored right off the bat. The first couple of seconds, we start. We start off the game hot. We got into the Q&A part, and it was three of us at the time. Uh, we had three partners, now we, we have two. Um, but we uh, we got into the Q- Q&A and couldn't tell the investors, the Sharks, like a coherent story around the financials and why we needed funding. And uh, when you know one, the number one rule when going into the Shark Tank and when raising capital is, you have to know your numbers. It is like, you know, it is, you have to, it's non-negotiable, right? You got to be able to, Explain yeah, your numbers yeah. and understand that. And we were, we were, uh, man, we were all over the place uh, when it came to that in, in that in that space. So that when after that moment, I'll never forget that ride, that ride back. Because when you when you 
or on Shark Tank, you got those props that are in the background. You have to take that back to uh, Hollywood or wherever you rented that that place. So you get a U-Haul and you pack this stuff up on your own and you take it back to wherever the rental location you got the stuff from. And I was sitting, it was me, my two business partners, I was in the middle and that was the longest ride of my life, <laughs> right? Because I just knew it was like worse than any fumble I've had in my, my career. But I, I had the resolve in me, the declaration inside of me that like, okay, this won't be the end of how people see me as an entrepreneur, right? But like I was gonna, I was gonna rebound uh, from uh, from this bit of adversity and grow from it and learn from it and how we operate and do business. I was going, I was, I was just determined to to make a better impression. So it did wonders for us. You know what? You know, Justin, I I appreciate that, bro. I, I'm sorry you heard that piano. My son is sick, staying home from school. <laughs> So and good. decided to to be a, a piano guy all of a sudden out of nowhere. I, I apologize <laughs> about that in the background if you heard that. I, but I just want all the listeners to know, hey, look, life is real, okay? Yeah, yeah. Life is real, too, doing all this. So, so Justin, so, so you're sitting there in front of the Sharks, and, like, this is, like, the dream opportunity for you, for most sure. entrepreneurs, the dream sure. opportunity. And so as you get told no, First of all, did you go in there thinking like, all right, I want this guy to invest? Like, I always oh, want yeah. to know that too. Did you, who was your dream shark? Uh, Lori, Lori Grenier. Okay, and why? Uh, because I we had heard that she was one of the investors or sharks that were really hands on, and like even after the show, like she was going to be uh, really invested in her time and energy as long as well as capital, mm-hmm. and uh, she seemed like a really good fit. Sixty five percent of my customers are women, so. Um, it just made sense that, that Lori using her resources and, and leveraging her assets, uh, it made sense for a great partner. And I heard you live tweeted this, the episode. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Well, how did that come about? It was just like, okay, you know, you get hit, in, you get hit in the mouth. How are you going to respond? Right. Are you going to just, yeah, you know, sure. allow it to cause you to soak? Or are you going to allow it to push you to success? And I was, I'm not a guy that when I'm back in the corner, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to flinch. Like I'm, I'm going to fight. So I just, I wanted to use this as an opportunity, as a, as a lesson, not only for my team, but also everyone else that are chasing their dreams. Like this doesn't have to be the end of it. Um, just because you may have made a misstep. The only L's we take are lessons in life. Right. So I'm just going <clears> to <throat> grow from it. Now, for those that don't know, tell, tell us what, what hustle clean is. Oh Yeah. So yeah, hustle- we hadn't even got into that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so hustle clean is a mission. I, mean, I stink right now, so I'm you know I'm trying to <laughs> help, help me out, brother. Help me out. You. We got you. So hustle clean is a mission driven self care brand for the active lifestyle. So we do re- hygiene, wellness, and recovery recovery products for the everyday athlete and fitness enthusiasts. So our our big goal is to end toxic hustle within the community, uh, in the wellness community. So so tell me this because I, I thought it was hilarious because and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this if you've never been in a locker room. Yep. That you kind of your mindset came from the shower pill. Yeah. Unquote. Yeah, for sure. So even if <laughs> our first product is called a shower pill. So even if you look at the package here of Hustle Clean, the shower pill on top. So it came from that moment when a shower is optimal, but not possible. Like you got guys in the locker room that was being dirty um, <laughs> and did, having these deferred shower moments where you just finished up a long practice and you're going to wait till you get home or wait hours later into shower instead of getting in right away. Uh, they're, they're saying they're taking a shower pill. It's like, nah, you being stank. Uh, so <laughs> we we wanted to come up for a solution because there were other people that were dealing with this type of moment because of 
whatever reasons, like time poor individuals, they were living dynamic schedules on the go, a lot of errands. And uh, so we wanted to come up with a solution. And uh, yeah, we did. I think the linemen are probably the stinkiest people on the team. <laughs> they, they got I a just, lot of crevices, bro. That I know. I just think our linemen. <clears throat> never have I ever smelled <laughs> funk like I have in linemen. Tell me this. So after you leave Shark Tank, when you're, you're, you're sitting back, you got that long car ride back, you and your, your, your partners, you're sitting there. Mm-hmm. That experience, how did it help you evolve the business? Like, what did you guys go from there? Like, you know what? We got punched in the mouth. What What do we have to bounce back and do? Uh, one is just, like, more ownership for myself. And, like, I just retired um, from the game. At that point, I was probably like a couple months out of retirement. So mm-hmm. fully immersed myself in the business as CEO and running it. And I just realized, like, me personally, I had to have more ownership on every department that, you know, whether it's marketing, finance, legal. Like, I had to understand everything. I may not... Uh, run the day to day on every single ca- in every single department, but I had to have ownership enough where I can communicate to anybody uh, uh, about the business. So I, I took accountability there and uh, just I really studied, that. learned the game, learned as much as I could. Um, you know, I knew nothing about PL statements and balance sheets and margin and EBITDA and none of none of those things beforehand. But I just like I had to learn a new playbook. So what's I, EBITDA? Yeah, I was literally in my mind. Like, I don't I just, like something you catch on your feet. Oh, man, <laughs> I just got that EBITDA. I got I need some I need some some high high hustle clean on my feet. I got EBITDA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically your bottom line at the end. Of, like you look at your uh, profit and loss statements. It's like, what do you take in? What money do you take in after earnings, uh, benefits, interest, tax? Um amortization, like all, all those things, like you, you take that into account. It's like at the very bottom line, this is what you're bringing home. All right. That's, that's what's up. You, it, it is at the bottom, Peanut, by your feet. I see, yeah. I see why you, instead of, yeah, man, I check my EBITDA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check EBITDA. my EBITDA, dog. <laughs> well, you got to check the bottom line and you get, hey, man, look at my EBITDA, fool. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So one of the, I, I know you said one of the most emotional um, or something you're you're very proud of is the deal that you guys got when um, you signed with Target. Oh, right. Yeah. Talk, yep. talk, talk about that. Talk about like getting signed and like your first, you know, first big gig and them, them signing. How, how was that for you? How was that feeling? Yeah, man, it was amazing because uh, I think about at that moment. Uh, there are a lot of people still doubting the business and yeah. my the idea. I mean, we had just got rejected on Shark Tank a few months earlier. Uh, there's still people like, man, why would you why would you even come up with this product? Yeah, this disposable washcloth, like you know, uh, just get in the shower. Like, there's no need for your product. Like, it is not worth investing in. There's no retailer that's going to pick you up. And then all of a sudden, uh, on my I think it was 2018, I put in my journal, and I have a journal. I, I write down my goals and aspirations that I have for the right. year. And one of my goals was to get in a big box retailer. And that big box retailer, I wanted it to be Target because mm-hmm. they're like at the top of the top when you talk about quality and in the retail service. And uh, I wasn't going to go to the Super Bowl that year because that year was in uh, Minneapolis. And I go to Super Bowl every year to promote the brand because, yeah, who want to be in Minneapolis in February? I was uh, there. <laughs> it, and it was cold. Uh <laughs> But the NFLPA sent out an email saying that we're going to give a business tour Target. And I'm just like, okay, this is my shot. So I got that like a week before the Super Bowl. And I'm like, I had some friends that uh, that lived up there. I stayed on their couch uh, throughout the Super Bowl. 
And I went to the tour, packed my product in a backpack. After we took the tour, I pitched to the buyer uh, of the personal care uh, category. And literally um, a few months later, uh, we uh, a few weeks later, actually got in touch with her offline. She's like, I, I think this is a valuable product, uh, viable product for our category. Let me connect you with the right people. Three months later, I'm in store uh, in a 500 store test. Three months out of that, after that, I'm full chain. So I'm in every single Target store across the country. And uh, the business turns around just like that. And uh, we off to the races and we got we got we got word and it was a blessing. Damn. So did you take the experiences <laughs> that you learned from failing on Shark Tank like that? That lesson, did you take all that, like knowing the numbers and everything? So when you went for the pitching with that buyer, because oh, I'm to. sure she he or she, they, they, they probably asked you some of the similar questions, though, right? It was it's a little different, but you definitely have to have your numbers. You got to know um, just like the value proposition of the business. Like, uh, what are you offering? Uh, what kind of sales do you think you're going to provide? What kind of incremental sales you think you're going to provide to the category? Why should it's like it's like taking somebody's spot on a roster in order to go into the store. Somebody has to somebody has to go like you, if you got to have a product on the product on the shelf. Somebody yeah. is losing a job. Somebody is losing space uh-huh. on the shelf. So you have to pitch in and position yourself in a way that's like, oh, this is unique. Uh, this is going to bring value uh, to the category or the t- to the team. And uh, they saw it. They saw the vision and we were able to sell that. So um, it was an emotional time. Like I, I was probably more emotional on that day than I was on my draft day. Um, I was going to say, is that comparable to like, man, when you get it, like you finally get that email saying like, this is it. First of all, Congratulations, because it's big. Yeah, it's, it's real huge. Big. To hear that story, to be kicked down, and you all of a sudden, it's just the way God works, and you connect. Like, man, this was in my this was in my journal. I've been talking about this. Yeah. The NFL talks about you know they they send out this email. You're gonna have a chance to meet with somebody, maybe possibly the target. You're like, dude, I'm sleeping on couches. Yeah, like that's the a mindset of an entrepreneur too. It's like you're willing to do whatever it takes until sure. the goal is met, and so. And, and, you know, and all of a sudden you, you nailed down your elevator pitch because mm-hmm. you got to have that ready to go at all times Always. and you get in. And I never heard anybody mention or talk about that. I don't think most of our listeners actually think about when you get on the shelf, somebody else is going off. <laughs> and yeah, so how do you stay up there? And because everybody always talks about getting to the top and we're always so focused about the person or the company in front of us. We never worry about the one behind us. And that's the one, the most dangerous one. Because yep. they're the one that's going to catch you and pass you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about continuing to add value. Uh, it's, it's about building relationship um, with the buyer. And even though, you know, some of them may change it every once in a while, there may be a coaching change, but it's just continue to show your value and show up at a, every single meeting, every single uh, calendar, because it's like a, it, it, it is not a, uh, it's not like a full ride. Like it's, it's like year to year. Like you, you're not promised <laughs> a four year uh, uh, situation with uh, with the retailer. You have right. to sh- prove yourself, you know, on a quarterly basis, on a yearly basis. And uh, we've been able to do that by our the positioning, the offering that we have, the packaging that we have, the mission that we have, and just building a good rapport with uh, with the store. So we've been in there five years now. Bless, we just introduced a new Epsom, Epsom salt, mineral, mineral relief soap that just went into stores and Target stores all across the country. And they've been a value partner uh, since that day. It's kind of it's kind of funny, though, that you say you you take somebody off the shelf. Right. So mm-hmm. we all can attest to this. Right. We all got drafted. 
there were 53 men on the roster before we got there. Yeah. They draft seven to 10 players a year, uh, you know, rookies that they draft. Plus you bring in a couple of undrafted free agents and then your third string, second string. Ultimately you want to be a first string. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You want to be a number one, you want to start. So mm-hmm. we taking somebody off that shelf, right? Yep. I think that's comparable. So when you, exactly. yeah, I'm, I tell people I'm greedy. Greed is good. I mean, I saw the movie Wall Street and mm-hmm. Gordon Gecko or Greco. He used to say, man, greed is good. Rome, let's 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 create something. <laughs> but we we literally just admitted that neither one of us have the entrepreneurship. You cannot tell me you're not you're you're not inspired. You're no, not I, inspired. I am I'm inspired. inspired. That's why I would love to maybe invest. All right, here, here we go. I got another question for Justin. So in a documentary, uh, Life After, you were on that. I thought it was a great episode. Thank you. You said you tried to leverage the NFL shield as much as possible when starting out with shower pill. Yeah, yeah. You use teammates, the facility, the locker room, team photographers, all those things to spread the word about it. Do you think, in your personal opinion, Guys in the NFL leverage the NFL brand enough for their own personal gain. Mm. Uh, I don't think as much as they can. I think some do, but I mean, the NFL gets a lot out of us, right? They True. get a, a, a ton out of us. And I think that more players, um, they have the opportunity to, to use that shield to propel them into the next season or chapter in life. But for whatever reason, um, maybe they are uh, uncomfortable with with doing so or, um, you know, the whole adage of thinking or the mindset of thinking that if you're not 100 percent focused on football, you're being distracted. Yep. So they don't they don't want to they don't want to come off that way. But for me, I wanted to build something. I, I was fired two times in my first season in the NFL. And uh, my third year, when I came up with the business idea with my teammates, we um uh, that Sports Illustrated article came out about going broke and, you know, that whole number, about 80% of players are bankrupt after divorced or depressed two years after playing, which uh, may or may not be true. But that that was kind of a, a joke to my system. Like, I wanted to not be in that number, and I wasn't going to allow anything to stand in my way. Like, for me, I'm an undersized running back. I'm 5'8", 195 pounds, um, you know, and – I was able to go up against Giants every Sunday and live out my dream playing on the NFL, on any NFL. And the same thing, entrepreneurship. Like, I'm gonna, I wasn't gonna allow anything to stand in my way. I don't care. I may not have the experience, I may not have the team, uh, but I'm gonna make sure that at the end of the day, we're in the right position, or the best position possible to be successful. And uh, I was gonna leverage whatever I had. So that was my mindset. Yeah. And so you started this business while you were playing. Yeah. All right. And so what would your message be to current players about how important it is to possibly start working toward their post-career lives or whatever their goals or aspirations may be while playing? I would say if you're a current player, the transition starts now. I don't care if you're a first year or you're in your 12th year in the NFL. The transition starts now. So start investing in your future. Start figuring out things like uh, what you're interested in, your passions. Um, and a lot of people think, I don't have enough time now on the entrepreneur side. Like I do this every single day. Uh, like 
I wish I had the time that I had in the NFL. Like I'm more busy now than I ever was playing football. And you and and the NFL guys, your schedule, you got an off day built in. You have uh, rest periods throughout the day that's built in. Uh, I don't have any of that. Like I have to be intentional about getting time time off uh, myself. So just use that to your advantage. Uh, start thinking about your future because it's going to make that transition a lot more smoother. So what kind of what kind of boss are you? I, I I'm I can be very demanding, but my approach is because I, I expect a level of excellency, right? Because yeah. of my background. <clears throat> but um, I'm like a if you want a football terms, I'm a Tony Dungy guy. Like I'm I I care more about the men and women themselves mm-hmm. than their actual product productivity. Now you got to produce in order to to be on the team, right? That's a that's a non negotiable. But I'm trying to figure out ways in which I can help you reach your goals. How can I provide value? Because I believe I'm not here just to consume or just to be transactional or to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I want to help you get to wherever you're trying to go. Uh, it may not be here for the rest of your your career, um, but I want to have that positive impact where uh, you can say, man, uh, I enjoy my time at Hustle Clean. I enjoy working for Justin. He changed my life. And about how many employees do you you currently have right now? It's small. We're eight. Eight-man team. Eight-man team? Okay. Mm-hmm. So what kind of growing pains do you have, uh, you know, going through and learning the business world as an entrepreneur? I, I You know, I've been around you, Justin, in this setting, and uh, I think you handle yourself professionally. I mean, you come across as a guy that's all no-nonsense. You know your business. You know your worth. And the fact that you have this football background, man, you come in with, like, you got shoulder pads on. You You own your own space. So, like, could you maybe talk to me just about uh, the the part of learning this side of it? You talked about it a little bit earlier that you said, like, you know, after we failed this one, I had to be more involved. Talk about the other things that you've learned now that you got more involved. Yeah, I think like in order to lead well, you must read like great leaders read. And I had to become a student of the game of just like learning books. Like you see behind me, I got all of my books back here from some amazing authors, amazing entrepreneurs that have been there and done that, right? Um, I'm trying to surround myself around people that have done some of the things I want to accomplish, uh, great mentors and advisors within the yeah. business. Uh, that's been, you know, uh, very important for my growth and just really understanding uh, the consumer packaged goods industry, which is the industry I'm in. Because, um, again, when I got in a huddle, no different than football, when I got in a huddle with Peyton Manning, he would give me three things in every single huddle. He would give me warning, he would give me encouragement, and he would give me instruction. In every single huddle, he would give me a form of all those things. So I I have to have that in my entrepreneur journey. I need people to give me warning. I need people to encourage me along the way. I need people to give me instruction and guidance um, so I can avoid some hurdles and obstacles that are avoidable. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. I had to have that around me, and I start putting pieces in place so I have that good support system and that good huddle uh, in my entrepreneur journey. Uh, so le- reading... Uh, learning as much as I can, listening to podcasts. Uh, yeah, that that has kind of been like part of the the growing process for me uh, because I knew nothing. It was it was like literally from zero um, to 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 get this business growing. Yeah, I'm I'm big into reading. I'm trying to get Rome to read a little bit more. I'm a I'm a guy of quotes and <laughs> yes, it's, it's it's amazing. Let me tell you, that is a, a hidden talent for Peanut Tillman that nobody really knows <laughs> that this he can guy, read. No, I, and he I, has I, quotes. <laughs> like he has like a thousand quotes. I mean, he, okay. I have a, I have just I have quotes and I have quotes in my phone. Um, I'm all about just 
Stan, you're either green and growing or ripe and rotten. And mm. I want to be green. I want to continue to grow and learn and challenge myself, push myself. Mm -hmm. All right. Tell us about the, the two initiatives you have with Hustle Clean. Uh, shower to the people and free play. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, a lot of companies, especially in this uh, day and age, um, a lot of companies have a mission. Mm -hmm. uh, but we like to say we're a mission that just so happens to be a company. Like We felt like we have this. Uh, to really truly impact li impact lives and change lives for the better uh, around us and in our communities and uh, and because of that we not only invest in the quality of our goods we invest in the quality of of the people around us and we have we do that by shower to the people uh, our disposable washcloth antibacterial toilets that the shower pill product yep. uh, those products we send out to communities that lack access to clean water so uh, they use that when in time of disaster. Um, our timer for for relief. We we sent product to Flint, Michigan, and their water crisis when the kids and mothers and uh, elderly couldn't get into the water and use the yep. water. We've been to Uganda with John Hopkins Hospital. We've been to Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. We just sent about two hundred thousand dollars worth of product to Ukraine uh, for the refugees in Poland. Uh, mm -hmm. So we do a lot of good there just with the product. And we're blessed to be able to to have that type of impact uh, with the physical good, and then. Uh, Free Play is our charity that we have me and my partner started alongside this business to provide scholarships to youth sports athletes that have been priced out. Mm -hmm. As I have five kids uh, right now, uh, most of them are in sports. Um, and I have, you know, uh, seen a lot of like single parent homes uh, just like struggling to provide registration, travel, equipment, as those things are skyrocketing. And I don't think and we don't think that kids should be priced out of sports if they want to play because there's so many benefits that you get from it. So we right. make sure that we put the bill, we provide money um, and uh, and mentorship to, to you sports athletes in that way. Hey, That's shout out to your, your wife. You got five kids. Yeah. And, and run the business. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Me, and That's Peanut, what's up. me and Peanut were crazy. We stopped that for it. We stopped. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fifth one snuck up on me, if, I, if I'm honest. <laughs> mm. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> That's what that baby name is, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Mommy, why am I such a surprise? Uh, ask your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, we're going to take a, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Justin Forsett. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. What was your welcome to the NFL moment? Oh, like which guy rocked your world? (laughs) <laughs> um man i would say doing back in, back then we were doing a lot of running backs linebackers doing those one-on-one pass pro drills mm-hmm. uh with the garbage cans and you're just running full speed 10 yards apart and just running into each other uh and i was really good at the drill like i was that was probably the best like if there was an elite part of my game pass protection was it right just okay but wow. people would try to run me over because i was you're smaller yeah yeah i was smaller but i had leverage and i was strong Right. Uh, so uh, Leroy Hill is a linebacker, went to Clemson. He yeah. was a veteran and he had the big old helmet and horse collar. Uh, what year is this? This is 2008. 2008. All 2008. Right. When I'm going to see Seahawks. And uh, man, when I, I when I pass protected him in those garbage, cans, I was just like, wow, there was a there was a, a tingle from my like from the top of my head all the way down to my my spine right when I uh when I would have to block him and uh because he was just a load he was about 230 uh 240 yeah. and uh he was one of those old school linebackers that was just gonna like just go downhill every single snap so that that was the that was a moment for me did the right. helmet come off buckle none of that chin strap no no Mouth but it, it, come out. It, it, it instantly put me in prayer like you just I, like I went in and we we collided and I was like okay God I feel your presence here I feel that <laughs> I felt a numbing in my spirit. Do you, you know how hard somebody got to hit you and as soon as they hit you you start praying? Yeah, oh, man, facts. So Justin, have you ever said a cuss word? Maybe when I was younger, when I was a kid, I'm sure of it. Okay. Marshawn Lynch says he's never heard you say a cuss word, and so yeah. not in you know, adulthood, but yeah, okay, okay. So, so that means you must have found your faith. At what point did you find your faith? Like, how did that? Give me a little rundown, a quick synopsis of that, because I yeah. love hearing that. Because everybody that's they know that time when they found their yeah, faith. for sure. I was twelve years old. Uh, I'm a PK. I'm a preacher's kid. I always heard about uh, this guy Jesus that wanted to come in and change your life, had a plan and purpose for you. And I was at a point where even as a as a kid, I was a middle child, never really felt like I got the best or was yeah. even wanted at times, if I'm honest. And uh, I was just like, man, I, I want to see what this is like. Right. If uh, the creator of the universe has a plan and purpose and wants to use me, uh, I want to see I want to test it. And my life has been changed since. That's what's up. Awesome. At 12. Yeah, that's what's beautiful. up. Beautiful. OK, I got the next one. You. All right. Yep. Who's 
And this is a question we ask all the time. I can't wait to hear from yours. Who's on your personal Mount Rushmore to have that affected your life in a positive way? Your mentor, Ooh. like leader, you got anybody. Four. Anybody. It could be me. It could be Rome. <laughs> we could take it up could two be of those living. Spots. It could be dead. Oh, four. Man. You only get four. Parents no. excluded or hey, you, only get two four. Parents? you only get four. You Let's only see. get four. You do what you do. You, you yeah, only get four. We don't give rules, but we just let you know you only get four. I'm going to do mine without parents because I feel like that's a given. Okay. Um, I'm going like to do... I'm going to do... Wow. My high school coach, mm-hmm. Mike Barber. Uh, I'm going to say... Sheesh. I'm going to say my wife. Good pick. Um, cool points. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, sheesh, changed my life. I'm going to say Gary Kubiak. Mm, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Was he your coach? coach? Was your head coach too? Yeah, he was my head coach in Houston and then offensive yep. coordinator in Baltimore. He's the reason why I got to Baltimore and had that that year, yeah. those years in Baltimore. Um. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to say Francis Chan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm going to say those. Short guy. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we, uh, Rome, PAO. Yeah. He was at PAO. He was at PAO. Oh, my God. He was at PAO once or twice. Powerful speaker. Yeah. Very, very powerful speaker. That's actually where I met Rome. We met, we met at PAO. That's actually where we met. Peanut, that's actually, I was in your group. My first year in the league, I was in your group. Yeah, early on, I remember being in our breakout group together. Yeah, PAO, man. That was, uh, for those that don't know, PAO was a uh, a Christian fellowship organization that would bring in multiple football players, current, uh, former, retired. And it was just this amazing prayer celebration singing yep. it was like church for two days justin right now i want you to fill in the blank mm-hmm. right now my life is ooh, my life is purposeful we haven't had that answer i like that one right, how so explain i'm just like in a season of life like i'm i'm truly fulfilled uh i feel like a lot of there are a lot of people that are successful but not a success I'm feeling like I'm a success right now in this season of life of just like not everything is going right. Not everything is, you know, perfect, but I'm just operating in this journey, like embracing every single moment. And I feel like I'm doing what God has called me to do. Man, I got to use that, bro. Like, because I think that's where I'm at. Like, I don't think I'm like killing it, but I am successful, you know, and Mm -hmm. you just sometimes you need to appreciate that part of the journey. Right. Like where you're literally at right now. And just continue to just put those good days in front of you and just yep. keep stacking them. And eventually you're going to look at the, the back. You're going to get out the end of the tunnel and just be like, oh, I did do that. Yeah, I did do that. Um, Justin, man, I appreciate it, man. Um, I appreciate everything you. you poured into us today and to our listeners about your journey, what it's like to be a modern day young black entrepreneur in this space and I mean, hustle clean, bro. I mean, you literally took the idea that we all joked about in every locker room and turned it into a business. I I think it's outstanding. That's dope. That's amazing. Yeah, to think about 
all the little things and sayings that we all have in our everyday walks of life, how do we turn that into a monetary business or into somewhere where we can actually help? And like you're doing right now, giving back with your two, um, with, uh, what is it? Uh, shower to the people and free play. So uh, not only taking your success, but also helping others and live their lives as well. So uh, I appreciate you, Justin, for Justin, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for uh, hopping on. I, I feel like you should, you make me feel good about myself. Normally, when I talk to Rome, I just feel like running into a damn wall, but you make me feel good about myself. So I'm a, I'm a, I need to start messing with you, Mo, man. It's, uh, I feel the positive vibes. Hit me up, you man. Know. It, well, the only thing, the biggest thing with me and Peanut, Justin, I'll be honest with you, is that, you know, Peanut's like sometimes he wants to jump off the cliff and I'm like, bro, I'll jump with you. You know what I mean? I'm about in the same place. I don't, I don't even know. Like we, so. I like the bond. That, that's where we're at, bro. Well, here, here we go, man. Thank, thank you again. You uh, thank Appreciate you for coming, you, bro. Um, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. I want to ask you to spread the word and to give us a rating. All positives, please. I'm begging for it. A review and a follow on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for tuning in again to the NFL Players Second Acts podcast. Just some young entrepreneurs trying to come up like our guy Justin. Check us out. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.